Guess what, Tom? What, Marcus? Before we start the uh, Maurizio Catalan uh, podcast, uh, we got a mention from someone on a on a blog thing. Blog thing. A blogcast. Blogcast, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her name's Caroline Heller, and she's an art curator and writer. And she gave us a shout-out. She wrote something on a, a piece about podcasts, and we weren't one of the mentioned ones. Well, that's great, is it? Is that yeah, great? Yeah, it's great. That is <laughs> it's great. great. Got yeah. a nice mention. And it was on the uh, website artdealerstreet.net, which apparently is a one-stop thing for all art stuff. Well, they better have been complimentary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's Art Dealer Street, and it's Caroline Haller. Artdealerstreet.net, sorry. And that's Caroline Haller. So uh, just thought I'd better mention that before we get on with the... Caroline Haller! Oh, I like that. I like that. She's got <laughs> yeah. her own little jingle. <laughs> use it. Use it. Copyright free, Caroline. Anyway, on with the show. Nicely. Countdown gone wrong. Yeah, no, nice, nicely copyright free there, Tom. <laughs> Excellent. Right. Okay, done. Oh, that was it? Yeah. Rubbish. Extra rubbish! Welcome to Modern Art is Rubbish, episode number 98. So, Tom, it's been a while since we talked about bananas on the podcast. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Because <laughs> we haven't talked about Maurizio Catalan. And, uh, you know, I like to talk about legal stuff, legal issues. Oh, the uh, legality of b- bananas? Yeah. Well, this actually is about the legality of bananas, this little uh, brief uh, extra rubbish this week. Um, but it, it's, it's normally copyright with art, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's copyright. Or theft. Co- co- when yeah, it comes yes. to legal stuff. It's always ownership or theft. They're the two. Yeah, it is, isn't it, really? It's, it's, it's all... And ownership and theft are kind of the yeah. same thing, aren't Unless they? Unless it's assault with, a, with a, an artwork. That's another one I suppose you could do. Assault with an artwork. Well, we had the guy who uh, sh- got shot for his art. Yes, and also I remember there was a scene in uh, the talented Mr. Ripley. Spoiler alert! Sorry, Tom. Where uh, the character hits someone with a sculpture around the head. So there you go. Oh, okay, nice. I don't recommend that ever. Oh, and, and we had uh, Sarchi burning all his artworks. What? <laughs> Stop so, it. allegedly Stop it, this is this the new Banksy comment where we talk about Sarchi setting things alight at, which he does not do every single episode Yeah, no, but I'm, you know it's like a, a running theme it's, It is a running theme So, on to, yeah. the, on, to the, on to the banana right A judge has ruled that a, loose, a lawsuit can continue against the artist Maurizio Catalan um, basically, uh, we talked about this in 2019. Uh, Maurizio Catalan uh, taped a banana to a wall using uh, duct tape and uh, called it Comedian, and he sold it for approximately $120,000. So the idea, as we discussed at the time, was the uh, notion that you don't obviously because the banana goes off but what you have is when you purchase the artwork you have the right to reproduce the artwork by taping it to any wall and it will always be a Maurizio Catalan artwork 
Okay, well, why not just get a plastic banana? Well, ironically you say that, but this is what this another artist is suing him because earlier on, another artist in uh, registered a work in 2000 called Sculpture Still Life. And the work is, uh, is basically a work where it's two green squares and on the top square is an orange that's been duct taped to... Uh, to the top square and in the bottom green square uh, he's duct taped a, uh, a banana I think I don't know if they're made of plastic but they're they're not real fruit and uh, yeah made of made of something that won't rot yes basically and he said hang on a sec when he saw uh, the article Joe Morford by the way so he thinks that when uh, he thinks that Catalan maybe saw his work and decided to uh, to copy it. And uh, okay, right. So what Catalan says was, "Well, so why are you suing me?" He said, "You know, the guy's actually suing him for you know the the, co- the sales, pretty much the amount of money that uh, Catalan's made on selling the the works, and a little bit extra for for travelling and for legal fees." And Catalan argued and said, look, the coordination arrangement is not sufficiently original. And the judge said different, you know. And the judge actually said, whilst using silver duct tape to affix a banana to a wall may not espouse the highest degree of creativity. Its observed and farcical nature meets the minimal degree of creativity needed to qualify as original. So that's what the judge said. And that's why he's allowing the, the case to go ahead. Although it's not that amazing an idea taping a banana to a wall and calling it art he said it still qualifies as an original piece of art yeah so what the judge was saying is the person who bought it is a complete twat (laughs) I don't know yeah I mean it's no, he's, well, you know, maybe not. <laughs> I guess it's subjective, isn't it? The judge is getting involved in how creative art is. Well, yeah, I mean, there there is an argument here that that personally, if I was the judge, and I'm not, I, I would I would think that in my mind they'd be two different artworks because one is actually a sculpture, so you buy it with a plastic banana, you know, it's taped to a wall, so it represents a plastic banana the other one is the concept of having a banana taped to a wall if that makes sense so yeah yeah but this other art artist joe something is joe it? morford joe morford yeah. so does joe morford i don't know if it's a him or a her does their work like sell for as much as catalans because the thing about catalans 120,000 is like yeah. part of the cost of it is the name Catalan, isn't it? Well, yes. Um, you know, Joe Morford. I've never heard of Joe Morford. I've never heard of his work. But the point about it is, is it's arbitrary. It's a banana. It could have been an orange. It could had it been a lemon, that would have been a question. Had it been a lemon, because because Morford's piece doesn't con- include lemon, I don't know how the judge would have found it. But to me, I think they're fundamentally different pieces of work, of different works, even though they look the same. It's like me drawing a square and someone you drawing a square and saying they're the same art. It's not, I, I don't know if it is the same. But the question is, is that 
Catalan said he's never seen the work, so it's it's he's got to really, I think, prove that Catalan's actually seen this Joe Morford work and actually gone, oh, I'll think I'll copy that. In which case, he should get a little bit of money if it's if that's how it happened. Yeah, but what I point I was making, yeah, yeah of course, yeah, the point is kind of like with those music court cases, isn't yeah. it? Like the, with the st- stealing a groove or a melody, how yeah. can you prove you've heard it before? There's only so many notes you can play. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah, but the point I was making about the price of it is that what would Joe um, Morford, is it? Yeah, Joe Morford. Yeah, what would um, his work sell for? Like, because, like, surely he can't be awarded the price of a Catalan work. That seems like, it's not like uh, Catalan is... Um, you know he does crazy things doesn't he Catalan and it it has a value because of um, you know because of his uh, I don't know what is it what would you call it his um, his well knownness his fame and notoriety gives his work a value doesn't it well no that's the point you're talking about how much does it affect it's not the actual idea of like taping a banana to a wall that makes it worth 120k it's the Catalan taped a banana to a wall that's what made it worth that yes yes Uh, so Joe like Morford like you know maybe like he possibly if he could prove it he could get awarded some money but getting awarded the whole lot seems like a bit of a a farce well that's that you're you're right in the extent of how much money has Joe Morford lost because of this because that's another thing that will be taken into account the how much has it affected your market so if you were yeah, well he's featuring on our podcast so I'm sure he's featured in like art publications because of it yes. he's suing uh, a well known artist so he's probably only winning out of it isn't he well yes and he's only going to get he, the likelihood is unless of course he loses in which case I don't know how much publicity he would get for this but you know it, it's it's not a huge amount because it's it's damages over three hundred ninety thousand plus plus, as I say, the travelling and the court costs. So that's pretty much what Maurizio Catalan made from these pieces. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that goes. That case. So, interestingly enough, though, there was another case whilst I was looking at this involving Maurizio Catalan, which he won. Now, this was in Paris, uh, and basically someone was uh, an, a, a craftsman or an artist, I don't know how he would describe himself, he, uh, basically the guy who makes some of Maurizio Catalan's works, um, sued Maurizio Catalan, saying he was the true creator of eight Maurizio Catalan works. Basically, what happened was is Maurizio Catalan's made several pieces, um, like such as the uh, famous ones, like uh, the the kneeling uh, Hitler sculpture and the uh, the Pope, which uh, the famous one of the Pope, which was struck by a meteorite called "Not Afraid of Love," came out in nineteen ninety nine. Now, Maurizio Catalan, what he did was he came up with the idea. He thought, wouldn't it be great? to have a Pope struck by a meteorite lying on the floor. And 
he doesn't have the skills, perhaps, but I don't think he does, to make the piece. So he went to another uh, guy who's who's uh, able to make wax sculptures and said, look, I want you to make me this sculpture and I want you to make me this work. And the guy said, okay, so fulfilled. Now that's this idea, you know, the, uh, the idea, uh, which I think many people talk about, the art is the, actually the idea. It's not actually who makes it. You know, I, I don't think. Well, I in Ca- in Catalan's case, yes. not in every well, every artist's case. Yes. So yeah, but yes, in Catalan's case, and in many other people, you know, it's arguable that that's happened quite a lot. Where other artists, you know, you get other people to do your work, and then you sign it, but you you oversee it to make sure that it's done to your standard, because you know you can't always create as an artist the demand sometimes outstrips the amount of work you can make so you have to get other artists to work for you to create it now what happened it's all it's all it's all very very much a business yes isn't it? yes and and what happened was with this guy is that catalan went to the guy and the guy said well these are my new prices and catalan said uh you know because for maintenance of all these sculptures you know they have to be repaired they get old and everything and have to be sort of kept going and the guy put his prices right up and Maurizio basically decided uh, that was too much for him and he went to someone else and I'm not saying this is directly in response because it may not be the case but after that this guy then sued uh, sued uh, Catalan saying well I'm actually the uh, uh, I sued him and saying look I made these works I should be declared the sole author of them they're my my it's my art the guy was saying and then of course Catalan disputed that saying but the art not the person who makes the art it's my name and it's my idea you didn't come up with the idea I didn't come up with the idea with you I told you essentially what to make and well, who bought the materials as well yeah well yeah again own, it's a physical physical piece of work isn't yes. it a sculpture yeah I mean I could understand if the guy had said, like, I want to be part of it, you know, because I came up with the idea of the Pope leaning in that way or some aesthetic decision that the guy had made. But uh, in the judge, the, this was actually thrown... This, uh, I decided to put a cigar in the Pope's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so the judgment in the end from the the French court said Daniel Duray who was the guy suing him was in no position nor did he seek to do take the slightest part in the choices relating to the scenic setting of the said effigies the choice of building the size of rooms housing to uh, given character direction of the gaze lighting even the destruction of the glass roof this is re- re- uh, relating to the the Pope being struck by a meteorite uh, or the parquet floor to make the staging more realistic and striking or the content of the possible message to be conveyed through this staging so the whole idea because the Pope's on the floor he's been hit by a meteorite he's holding on to his holy Pope staff whatever that is and there's glass all around him and that's what the judge basically said you know I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement really I don't think the guy had a leg to stand on. Whether it was unfair of Catalan to go with someone else, reference to the and all that situation, I don't know what went on there. But 
that seems fair to me. How do you feel, Tom? Yeah, well, I guess Catalan paid him yeah. to do it. So, like, uh, if you're getting paid to do it, you can't, like, claim ownership of it. Yeah. Would you it... know, that's how, like, you know, like, um, I've experienced the world like that. I wouldn't personally expect to, if Catalan was paying me to... For example, use my skills to what could I do? I could I could probably tape a banana to a wall, <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't expect ownership if he was if he paid me like um, you know however much he'd pay me probably twenty quid or something. Yeah, I reckon it's twenty quid to be officially twenty quid, twenty quid. Yeah, I mean that seems like quite a good job for 20 quid tape a banana to a wall well it's an even better you job know. don't forget I, we, we talked about it in our Maurizio Catalan which I'll put a link to on the site our Maurizio Catalan um, uh, uh, episode um, he paid someone to be himself and actually go out and be Maurizio Catalan and do all the interviews for him he paid an actor wow yeah, so. that's, that's to me that sounds like a tax dodge <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me, Your Honour. It was my, it was my alter ego. Yeah, how, how responsible yeah, would you I've be? I've made no profit, uh, Mr. Taxman. Unfortunately, I had to pay an actor to be me for the whole year. <laughs> Every penny I earned was spent on that. Anyway, I'll see you next year. <laughs> And so ends this Maurizio Catalan legal-themed episode of Modern Art is Rubbish Extra Rubbish. Tom, so uh, people can just go on to the website, can't they, to find out details and the link to that Maurizio Catalan episode. ModernArtIsRubbish.com That's it. That is the one. So it's just time for buys of this short little Extra Rubbish episode. Extra rubbish! Goodbye! Goodbye.